Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ray's Music Reviews. Um, we are doing Metallica's Master of Puppets. Um, <laughs> Who's we, Ray? We being um, KP. KP! There's an echo in here. <laughs> Green Day Jared, oh yeah. <laughs> Green, Day Green Day Jared. Jared. Bringing um, the heat. At the very least, my Spotify wrapped probably won't be messed up this year. <laughs> bring, bring in the dookie. Bring in the dookie. <laughs> he, he's a basket case this morning, guys. Oh, keep it going. <laughs> oh, he's, he's an Feels American like I'm sitting across idiot. from an American oh. idiot. Oh, Lord. 1986, Metallica releasing uh, what many consider, I guess I read that on Genius, what many consider to be the genesis of thrash metal. And is rated like the greatest metal album of all time by many. It's by Rolling Stone, good. So. Yeah, by, yeah. by Rolling Stone, I think it was. I think, yeah, yeah. They they rated it. They rated it the greatest metal album of all time, despite uh, rating it fairly low on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling Stone are weird with metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Master of Puppets, though. Who isn't? Yeah, Master. Um, who isn't? Um, Metal is kind of a, a weird genre. Um, like even, even to me, who like listens to a fair bit of metal, there are times where I kind of just get lost in the music in the same way I do with other genres. So, particularly with with this album, there were times where I, just, I don't necessarily know where one song ends and the next begins because it all just I'm just like thrashing the whole time. It's I mean it's thrash metal. Right. I can get. It's funny. I had a roommate that uh, in college, first year of college, that was into like Maiden and and stuff like that. And he would study with that on. And it he would study. Uh, he'd like to study all at one time, so he'd be all night up, not go to bed, then go to class, take tests, and come back house and sleep. Into all night long, he'd be playing Maiden. So at some point, you get to where you kind of can sleep through it. Yeah. And um, I'm funny because I can listen to metal. And really heavy music, the same exact way I listen to jazz. Yeah. Where I drift on and off in and out of it, and it doesn't. It's not like I'm thrashing. It's just, it's, just it's white noise or whatever. And I, you're able to think for whatever reason. It's so weird that that is a genre you can do that in because I can also get a lot out of it, just like yeah. you can with jazz or whatever, right? Hey. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so do do we just do do we just want to jump? I'm sure I'm sure everyone who's listening to the podcast knows who Metallica is. KB, do you have any history with this album? With this particular record? Yes. Was this like a jumping on point for Metallica for you? No. Was it Black Album? No. I mean, I, I in high school, I'd listened to a little bit of Metallica, not a whole lot. That really wasn't my thing. And then I kind of, uh, somewhere in college, I saw them live. And it was like, oh, wow, that's what the fuss is all about. I actually admitted to Ray that I kind of was a Megadeth before them guy. And he was like, so you were wrong. And I was like, exactly. I was completely wrong. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, my God. Because I'd heard every record. And, and, you know, there were songs I liked and songs I, I didn't. And I didn't really go diving into record, into specific albums until later. And then I, uh, the second time I saw him, I really started getting more and more into, like, checking out albums and all that. So that that's kind of – now – I will say though, this record is phenomenal when you go through it. It is phenomenal. Yeah, it, it, the, 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 is that a rap? It, yeah, it's yeah, great. Uh, um, I rate it um, strong nine. At least an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> go I ahead. Won't, I won't tell you out of what of, just an eleven. <laughs> right, right. Little out of twenty-seven. 
Actually, I'm, I'm gonna start rating things like that. I'm not gonna tell you what it's out of, so you can pretty much just adjust it to whatever you think the album is. I think it's a five out of five, maybe. Right. If you like the album, it's out of five. If you don't like the album, maybe it's out of ten. <laughs> the kind of vagueness leaves a lot of the, uh, you know, I try to appeal to everyone. Wiggle Room. Yes. Wiggle Room's what you need. You were saying, Ray. We love hot takes here. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ed right. Sheeran um, sucks. <laughs> is that a hot take? <laughs> no. Really? Um, this, this, this album is not that long. Um, how many songs? One, two, three, eight. four, eight songs. Yeah, I think it clocks in at like uh, 54 minutes. Well, you're you're on the remastered deluxe set. Version, oh, yeah, so I know. This one like... clocks in at like three hours or something. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. But the actual, oh, Lord, there's so much here. 11 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Um, no, but yeah, this and it covers a wide yeah. range. We were talking about and this despite, earlier. Go ahead. Despite despite only being eight songs and fifty four minutes, it flows deceptively well. Oh yeah, it, easy. That, it, we'll talk about this. It, it feels like a concept album. Yeah. And yet, obviously, it it, it, it is, but it isn't right. The, each song has its own little topic, but the general in your faceness of what's going on is is very similar. Pseudo political. You know what I mean? He's a funny guy when it comes to that because he doesn't really get too specific because I've heard him say that he, Lars, and Kurt all believe, like I think Kurt and Lars are pretty close together and he's different. But I've heard him say it's a little tough sometimes being with them. But I also, like when when you see them or when you watch footage of them, he will say repeatedly, I don't believe that we should all be here worried about that embrace yourself in the in the music and then worry about all that stuff so when you leave this should be a place yeah. where you let and battery is a perfect example oh, of yeah. it could be about a, a way a style of war right but it could also just be a call to arms for your fandom yes, you know the, what the, I mean the fans are your battery right for, for them making music and you can tell he does write music for interaction with his fan base like you know, batteries written so they can yell. Master of Puppets is written so they can chant. You know that. And, kind and of thing. I and I especially like 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 a lot of the instrumental tracks. Like especially Orion. Orion is incredible. Um, and and it's also because James Hetfield's voice. I like his voice, but better in does... Orion than all the other songs. Oh my God! Right, <laughs> his best vocal performance. <laughs> but very, very Simon and Garfunkel. Woo. The sound of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but but like yeah. his voice, it it is. I I need a break from it sometimes. Which at, at that point in the album, it's nice, and that comes right back in strong for Damage Inc. And you're like, yeah, this is their last record with Cliff too. You know, like they have the bus yeah. accident, and he dies, and and I think too, you can tell how Cliff forms the music. You can tell how it's a little different post him being involved. And you can tell, like Orion, they said he wanted this to sound like a symphony. Now, in order to do that, you have to have Kurt. Because Kurt can can be machine gun fire, and he can sound like the Baroque period, and he can sound, you know what I mean? He's so good on guitar. Never mentioned in the great guitarist conversations. And it's like, really? That dude slays everything you've ever heard him on. You know? It's like, whatever. What you got? Um, me? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically just, uh, what was your favorite and least favorite song? I will say my favorites were Master of Pup- uh, were the first two in Orion. Would probably be my favorites. Excellent choices. Man, I, 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 I love the first two, 
but I, I think this time around, disposable heroes in really, really yeah. got me a little more than I'm used to it getting me. And I've heard it a bunch of times, you know what I mean? But what you were talking about, Sanitarium's always so good too. And yeah, it's a really good record. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put two two separate categories, like my favorite songs and then favorite guitar solos. Because mm-hmm. I think my favorite song is the thing that should not be. Uh, I do just like Lovecraftian stuff. Right. In, in addition to it, just absolutely shredding. Right. Um, also, has one of my favorite guitar solos. But I think Damage Inc. and I think Sanitarium might be my favorite guitar solos. Yeah. I think that's that's them. Because man, dude. Every time right. the song breaks for a guitar solo, I'm, like any of them, I'm just like, yes, this is happening. Yeah, he's something. I'm doing it. I, whatever I'm doing, I'm now doing twice as intense. Right. Well, they talk about how in The Thing That Should Not Be, how he tried to end every, like when he goes into it after every stanza, he tries to bring a horror movie feel to it. And he's That's a horror perfect. movie guy. Yeah. You know, like if you get, I've seen pictures of like his house and stuff. He's got a whole room full of like scary shit, right? Stuff. And, uh, but also like, you pointed out that being a Lovecraft guy, you know, Sanitarium is, is supposedly loosely based on them watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And then you have, like, Master of Puppets is about drug addiction. And you have Disposable Heroes is kind of their war pigs. And so you have so many neat cut. The Leper Messiah is yes. is a, a bounce off of a jumping point off of a line in a Ziggy Stardust record right it's there's so many neat jumping off points in the world that uh, come together yeah. here you know what i mean Absolutely. and it's so but again as diverse as all that is when you listen to it in an album format it makes complete sense and it oh, feels yeah. conceptual it's an amazing record oh, uh, yeah this this uh, this album is so good I, I will say this which one do you prefer do you prefer this or ride the lightning this okay. this is probably like we were talking about it earlier what do you think? I just it's tough because it's different. Oh yeah, it's it, there is just a there is a significant oh goodness significant difference uh, between Ride the Lightning and, and this album. Yeah, both of them are quite good in their own ways. I I don't know maybe probably this album though. Yeah, just because this album goes down so smooth, it's perfect. Right, right. Yeah, there this, were... this is this this it would be either this it would probably be this if someone if you want hey. If someone walked, if someone said, "Hey, I want to be introduced to metal. I want to know what metal is as a genre." Also, what it can be, it. yeah, and what it can be, I yeah. would show this. Right. This would be the album that I would have to show you. Right. I don't think any other album really comes that close when it comes to just just consume, just being able to consume. Mm-hmm. And, and it, while also being metal, well, even more than metal, like you said, thrash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Which you know, um, yeah, this is incredible. Um, I, it's I, great. I, it it deserves all the praise it's gotten over the years. Oh yeah, there's a reason. Usually, when people think some something, something, usually when you're playing stadiums, there's a reason you got there. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, for example. Well, there's <laughs> exceptions. You know what I mean to every rule. <laughs> example if you make really boring music that appeals to like a everybody. radio play yeah. everybody and nobody at the same time it's incredible <laughs> it's incredible nobody nobody's favorite song is an ed sheeran song i didn't what, know what we were going there today it's interesting 
Go ahead. What was that? What was that one Eminem song where he dropped a really bad bar? It was something like, "Oh, where he dropped a really bad bar." Uh, let me check the last fifteen years of his career. <laughs> wow. Wow. What was that one line? Uh, oh, where, where he dropped. He it was about. It, it was. It was something like. Uh, blah blah Ed Sheeran I'm Ginger Fury or something like that and it was like what you know what though going back going back to this record <laughs> Lars gets killed all the time but man that dude's a hard worker that is some serious pounding going on and <laughs> oh that's the, like oh man I wanted to actually talk about that like what separates like thrash metal from other metal and I do think it's the Percussion and bass. Yeah, yeah. The way that the percussion leads up to a guitar right. note. You know what I mean? Dun, and dun, dun, dun. and yeah. also having James playing a rhythm that's very dun, 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 and a, you you have this very uh, aggressive yes Pounding. core of rhythm and then you which allows Kurt to paint over the top of it. Yes, absolutely. And, and also uh, James to do the same thing with his voice, not over the top in the midst. Yes, because his voice is growth in the middle of it. It's as much of an instrument as the guitar is. It absolutely is. And he, and he writes it well. Um, let me say I did not find the original Eminem line I was thinking of, but I also found one uh, better. Uh, this one is featuring Ed Sheeran. Oh um, I, I want to... Something... It was some... Uh, crap, I, I, I turned off the phone, but it was something like, I want to be her Gwen Stacy to spite her man. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Only in an Ed Sheeran Eminem song could you drop a bar <laughs> that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, anyways, that album's the, great. <laughs> also, the way though, that, like like sanitariums, the so so much uncertainty in the the way he's playing, Kurt's playing in that, in the way I just love Kurt, man, I really do. Disposable Heroes, that sounds like a war. And so now's the time to rate it. Good time is out, out out out. I'd give this like a nine. Yeah, I'm feeling a nine. I think it's just, a ten. I believe that. Yeah. I believe you think that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that both it's a 10 and like it checks all the boxes that are oh, yeah. that are kind of cool and it's a 10 as in they did exactly what they wanted to do. Oh, this, this was con- concept made. Real. Sound waves, I guess. Right. I was going to say concept made flesh, but that's not right. And I was thinking concept becomes whatever, sound waves. Got it. I, my, I got my metaphors a little smooth, mixed there. Smooth, smooth way you put that out there. I like it. I like it so much. What else did you listen to? Uh, do you, do you, uh, me? Yeah. Um, let me check. Um, huh. Nothing. I just listened to Metallica. Just Metallica. Um, I listened so to My Beautiful angry. Dark. Tw- I listened to uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Isn't it very well known? You album. ever heard that before? Never heard about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I don't listen to anything pre-Christian, Kanye. Where, 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 where does the line start? Does it start at Yeezus or does it start at his last <laughs> album? I also listen to Yeezus. I've never actually listened to. Uh, wait, Yeezus. Okay, I, yeah, Yeezus. I have. I haven't listened to Yee or uh, the Blue album. The, the Blue. Oh, that's Jesus's king. <laughs> no Weezer. Yeezer. Yeezer. <laughs> Where is that crossover? Where is the um, it exists? There, there's there's a there's a dude on SoundCloud who mashed up Kanye West and Weezer songs. He calls it Yeezer. Yeah. Yeezer. Oh man, see nothing's original anymore. Can't make jokes because somebody else has made them. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, I I don't I don't hate Yeezus like I I, I used to. I I mean, it's just not... I like New Slaves and Bound to. Oh man, when that album came out, there was literally a subreddit that was called New Slaves and Bound to, because that was the entire like opinion on the album was that it was just okay except for, uh, New Slaves and Bound to. Which is fun. it's true. So like, right, it's right. only be, been more true with time. I just thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I didn't I I in all, in all honesty I didn't listen to that much. Oh, I did try out the. It wasn't the first Cage of the Elephant album. I think it was the first Cage of the Elephant album. Um, it's really singles heavy. Um, <laughs> it's very it's very obvious, especially on first listen, that "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked" is the best song on the album. But that doesn't mean the album's necessarily bad. It's still, it's still good. I mean, that's that's a good song. So like, yeah, I like Cage Elephant. They're dope. What did you listen to, KP? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Sorry. Let's see. I uh, listened to. I listened to Fields of Bone for a little bit. It is a record by Black Veil Brides. I can understand why you only listen to it for a little bit. They're kind of... Uh, okay. Go I'm, ahead. I, I'm sorry, but whenever I think of Blackpill Brides, the only thing I can think of is that they're one of the favorite bands of Onision. There is a subculture that is tied to Black Veil Brides that has made me incapable of ever trying them out. Plus, I don't like how they sound, but... it's To me, yeah, they just... It, you, it's They're fine, like music-wise. I don't know which, the other stuff, but to me, it's just... After a little bit, it kind of gets hard to, like, differentiate between what you've just heard and what's next and what was the last that record and it, it, it's fine like i said now prince the prince camp uh found it it's a 2010 album that he had ready to put out but for whatever reason didn't it looks like and welcome to america is the lead track on that and it's kind of a it, it's a little bit politically commentary on that particular time period and all that it should be fascinating to see what the record comes out like. It's also kind of just so Prince that he had a record, and actually there is a concert that goes with it that is that like he played songs from that somewhere live, and then just moved on and released something else instead. You know what I mean? Because so Prince, right? And then I also listened to Meredith Quill's Complete Awesome Mix, along with Equipment I and Stankonia. Okay. A little bit. We know who Meredith Quill is, don't we? No. That's Peter Quill, Guardians of the Galaxy's mom. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like Blue Sky and all that? You oh. listen to Awesome Mix Volume 2 is what you're saying? No, this is actually on Spotify, so it's like more than that. It's legit? Scott, You Make Me Feel Like Dancing by Leo Sayre on there. Oh, that's it. Mama Told Me Not to Come by Three Dog Night. She's Gone, Hauling Oats. Dude, come on. Wait, why, Suffered why City, my... Satellite of Love by Lou Reed. Dude. Why in my recommended... Y'all are sleeping. Okay, in my recommended for today... Hard Luck has... Woman. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at my Spotify. Children in... of the Revolution. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at my Spotify. In my recommended for today, there's Pinkerton, Loveless, um, Death Cab for Cutie. Why does Spotify want me to cry? New York Groove. Saturday, I guess. Saturday. Heart of Glass <laughs> by Blondie. Saturday. Saturday. What else is on that one? Wow, this <laughs> is awful. Are you just going to take every opportunity of a pause the conversation to read another one? No, man, I'm done now. I'm done with you guys. 
What'd you listen to, Jerry? Thank you. I was waiting. I was waiting for someone to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Not much, honestly. Um, mostly what I listened to is 2112. One of my, my favorite Rush albums that nice. I listened to. Um, just like the first 20 minute song that's like Overture, Temples of Syrinx, uh, just all that. Just unreal. Just an unreal 20 minutes of music. I, I just sometimes I forget and, and I listen to some Rush and like everything is just perfect. Right. And it, it's it's cheesy in the way that I just love. It's it's oh. Right. It gets me. Right. And then the the 40th anniversary edition has a bunch of like covers. Oh. I, there is a cover record out there. Maybe they combine the two. Yeah, this one's got like Dave Grohl, I believe, on drums for Overture. Oh wow! Uh, Taylor Hawkins. I don't recognize a lot of these names. In all honesty, uh, Allison Chains did a cover of Tears. Oh, so this is other people covering yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, right. Now I do think too. Like, didn't didn't the Foo Fighters induct Rush? So they that. may have played some of Rush's songs at that. Dude, that's got to be dope. Oh yeah. Shoot. Um, but yeah, I was gonna try out probably Permanent Waves from Rush next. And in my recommended for today, it did pop up with the album Leviathan by Mastodon. So I will be listening to that because I feel compelled to. Right. I love that album. Right. <laughs> the album's just just front to back incredible. Right. Unreal, loud, angry. Right. Talking about Captain Ahab. The entire album's the freaking king of the burning Moby sands. Dick. Yeah, yeah. Oceans. Yes. I wound up, I forgot, I wound up buying a record. Uh, Les Claypool and Sean Lennon did a record together. And Les I wound, Claypool of Primus and Sean Lennon of youngest, John Lennon. I believe descent. the youngest son of John Lennon. And it has a Beatlesque, like we came down from the mountain and we're still doing peyote feel to it. Yes. It's pretty neat. We got it at Revolver Records on 12th Avenue. Okay, okay, okay. Right. okay. <laughs> Hooked oh, it up. I, I, I need to tell this story because I feel like I want to. Um, when, when Dad was um, doing the episode we were doing this week, um, we, we, uh, the, the, um, our topic was greatest hits, right? Right. That was the, uh, that was the supposed topic. And as I was there, I, I watched him uh, pick up... Uh, Tribe Called Quest's debut album mm -hmm. and said this if you want your greatest hits like this and, and, I, and I was like dad, dad that's not a greatest hits that's a debut album uh, and he said oh uh, well that means we gotta start over and, and then we did and and then I, I I just he said hey can you put this back and he said that might as well have been a greatest hits album Jesus that thing's good <laughs> <laughs> some bands get it right right out the gate and then never get it right again. Right. Well, Tribe Called Quest right. isn't one of those. Yeah, that's a valid point. <laughs> but Low End Theory is not their first album, so that disproves that. Right. Well, um, I think that I think that with Anthology, with Anthology there was also some kind of weird wording on the front of it that threw me off. But also, we were talking about the Eagles live uh, Eagles Greatest Hits being the number whatever sold number two number album two. of all time second. and he was like and I'm like Ugh. it was second to Thriller yes it was second to Thriller and I was like yeah but Thriller's basically a greatest hits album too they just wrote them all at one time 
Yeah. yeah got them all done. <laughs> yeah, Thriller, Thriller has, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, when people bring up, uh, oh, greatest three-song runs in history, most people bring up the three-song run starting with Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean. It, Hard it, to top in, that. In a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those might as well be his most popular songs. Yeah. Like, if you go on Spotify and look up top three Michael Jackson songs, it's probably just those. Yeah. In that order. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's unreal. In fact, I'm going to check. It's Billie Jean, Beat It, and then Smooth Criminal. No Thriller in top five, though. That's because Thriller's so long. Well, Thriller right. Thriller's also a Halloween song. That's valid. It probably spikes every October. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right, right. But good good lord. <laughs> I don't know if it counts as listen to it because I didn't actually listen to it this week, but I've had the opening to Watermelon Man by Herbie Hancock stuck in my head for like five days. There's a new Death to Jazz, too. God, those albums are just just perfect to listen to. You just listen to them and you're like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Jazz is dead. Yes, of course it is. Is that it? Yeah, I think I think I think that's it. Do we know um, what we're doing next? Next, um, we're doing Queen, A Night at the Opera. Um, arguably the most famous band's most famous album. It, it, like, I, I think I I think. Is it? I guess I don't know all that much about Queens in terms of like al- albums but is, is that that's most well it's fam- the one with Bohemian famous? Rhapsody valid point so I mean it kind of has to be <laughs> <laughs> right. dude they got some great albums though yeah but uh, you are right too you don't a lot of people a lot of time because all of us are a little bit younger than Queens Prime although I'm old enough to have uh like when they release another one, bites the dust. I'm kind of old enough to really be getting into music. Yeah. yeah. But um, you think of them as in hits, right? A lot of times because you just you you've heard so much of the hits on radio play and then movie soundtracks and then their own movie soundtrack. You know, which yeah. and all of them are just fantastic. You know. Yeah, I've heard. This be I, a fun I, week. On this greatest hits, I think I've heard all of these songs. And I haven't heard a lot of their lesser-known stuff. Right. Like, I've heard Champions... Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Killer Queen. Thousands of times. I do go out of my way to listen to Killer Queen, because that song rules. Um, we Will Rock You. Sheer Heart Attack. Under Pressure. Yeah, yeah we can just kind of name a bunch Killer of... Killer Queen. Yeah, we can just... I already named that one. Killer Queen. Again. Killer Queen's a good song. Remastered. <laughs> Is that All right, a so that's a wrap. All right, we'll the, 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 the last half of this episode has been something. A little all over the place. Yeah. Go and meet production. Copyright twenty twenty one. Check out the game project. Check out the game project. dot com. G i n n. Project. dot com. Nice. C o m. Go home. Go home. <laughs>